Yo, what's up, guys? You could have been listening to any other podcast in the world right now. But you're not. You're here listening to mine, and I appreciate you. On this podcast, we'll be sharing stories with people from all walks of life, talking about their journeys, their passions, and any struggles along the way. I'm here to help the stigma around mental health. I'm here to learn with you, get inspired, and have a laugh, and grow into the best version of ourselves. Hi, I'm your host, Craig Howard, and this is the next episode. Welcome, Dave and Chris, aka Rollo and Dicky. I tried to link up with uh, you boys a couple of days ago, but you were uh, busy doing a lazy thirty-kilometer paddleboard. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah, just a short one, just a little standard Saturday morning. Yeah. mate. no, it's good to see you boys. Hey, it's been um, what about a decade? Easy, about a, about a decade since yeah. since I've seen you boys. Are we say mono days, mono days, yeah, yeah, with the crew, the Valley Rats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, priorities. It was just. Living for the weekend, hey. That's it. Man, yeah, um, yeah it's really, really good to see you boys. Um, he's about to tackle a bit of a challenge, hey? That's it, 300 Ks. 300 in Ks in a day. Yeah. All for a great course. And um, I might dive straight into that, actually. Like, what what made you boys get, you know, want to do this? Well, I think real, the, the triathlon... I was doing triathlon, and then me and me and Dicky sort of connected through um, stand up paddleboarding. Yep. And then, yeah, I was keen to get into that. He was keen to get into the triathlon sort of scene. Yeah. And, um, and so he's just he's just connected. Yeah. And then we were just bouncing off each other with our training and what's next, and let's do this, let's do that, and um, competed in a couple of triathlons together, and then we just yeah thought of this. Crazy challenge. Because I've sort of seen a little bit, um, just through like the socials and that, yeah, just some of the triathlons you, you boys have, you know, undergone. Mm. And um, is it a bit of an addiction, would you say? 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, is there looking, you know, always looking forward to the to the next one and like, you know, what more can we do, you know, what? That's the biggest thing, what more can we do? Oh, yeah. man, that's what awesome. What more can we put our bodies through? <laughs> I think it's a bit of anxiety as well when we don't train, it's... Uh... I know I do. I definitely get anxiety. I need to get back out there and put my body through hell. So yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. It's an addiction. Would like so? Is it a daily thing? Like with just I guess training and diet, it would have yeah. to be right. Like yeah. to lead up to something like leading up for this three hundred because we don't. It's it's such a big thing that we don't really know what you know how to train for it, or we just like. Yeah, you can be as prepared as you can yeah. be. Like you try, I guess you you reach out and you, you yeah. you're saying you got a bit of a well, getting some advice with some coaching and yeah. and things like that. But I guess yeah, you know you you would stumble across some hurdles along the way, sure, which would mate. which would yeah shake you up. And yeah, I guess you got to think think quick, hey. And there's yeah. still the fact that you know we've both got full time jobs as well, and we're still trying to get a massive workload of training. What well, so like guys that train triathlons is that? Do you reckon that's, that's solely a full-time, full-time job? Full-time, lot, yeah, so they're yeah, not yeah. for a lot of them anyway. 
they're not doing much else. No, no, not at all. Maybe so. a part, a cheeky part-time job or something. Yeah, they've got plenty of time to recover, though. <laughs> yes. Retail job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, not in construction. Yeah. yeah, right. So, yeah, talk to me or talk to the listeners a little bit about the 300-kilometre challenge. So where do you start off? Like, where do you end up? Like, tell us a little bit about that. So we pretty much start off from Palm Beach. Yep. Um, so down the Goldie for down the Goldie. For those who it. don't know, down the Gold Coast. Uh, I think we'd be starting the journey around two a.m. Two a.m. What? Morning, why is yeah. that? Uh, just because it's such a long distance, and we need to get through. We're trying to do it within a day. So. And what is the it? earlier we leave, the better. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> better chance. We of don't want to be it. swimming in the dark. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see. So what have you just kind yeah. of got some rough times that you think you know? Yeah, yeah. we've got we've. Yeah, very rough times. I well, mean, obviously, you said they didn't go to plan, so it must well, be pretty yeah, rough. See, that, that's 30 why kilometers turned into a yeah. full day event. Yeah, hence <laughs> yeah. the word rough. But that's if everything goes smooth, like there's a lot that can go wrong on the bike, like mechanical failure, sure. flat tires, um, cramps. You know, yeah, cramps. <laughs> cramps. Nutrition is a massive. massive one, which we learned on Saturday as well. <laughs> it's it's very how you how you geared up for that, like um, I guess. On the on the ride, is that when you intake a lot of, you know, your nutrition, or like, because obviously swimming, like you know, if you get caught out there and you obviously can't have. Well, we'll have a support vehicle. Okay. So, uh, my partner Corey and I think one of our mates Robbie. Yep. They're going to be in the support. Documenting vehicle. and cheering you on and being there to help. Cheering, for, yeah. You know, mainly yep. for support too. You never know what you know can go go down, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, so we'll have a lot of nutrition with those guys as well as on us. Yep. So we'll have so. Hydro- uh, water, obviously, and gels and yep. whatnot. But then we we'll also have hearty food as well. Okay. So, so Palmy. Yep, Palmy. We head all the way down to Byron Bay, go up to the lighthouse. And what's that? What's that journey just down there anyway? Just from Palmy to Byron. Uh, it's pretty scenic. It's, Kilometer it's a good wise. ride. Kilometer wise, uh, I think it's around ninety. Ninety k there. Ninety k's. Yeah. Ninety k's. Um, turn around at the lighthouse and make our way back. Yep. And then, uh. And we go out to the Spit probably or out to Crumman Valley. And what's on from there? So that's when you get onto the – go for a swim? No, that's when we jump on the prone. Jump on the boards. Prone paddle. <sighs> wow. <laughs> Keep going. So yep. So from all, the paddle? It all depends where the bike will finish. Mm-hmm. It all depends on the day what way the wind's blowing as well because we can't be paddling into a headwind. We need the wind behind us. So that will – Determine where we kind of fi- where we finish the bike and start the paddle as well. So oh, it's shit, very, boys. So yeah, yeah, I mean, you can't predict nothing. Hey? Nah, it's, all, nah, it's just nah. wing it, but you can be you know as prepared as you can yeah. be, and it sounds like you have been. You know, with uh, with leading up to it, even these like these triathlons. I know you said, mm-hmm. Dave, um, Dave, that um, you know you hadn't had much paddleboard experience leading up you yeah. know, with Chris, and yeah. and so like, but all those little times that you you know you've take me you to know, put your body through, I guess, is, yeah. is a big help leading into something like this to sort of, I guess, shocking your body, hey? 100%. Oh, it's yeah. going to be a shocker, right? Would, yeah. um, have you, have you um, always been quite, you know, into sort of fitness, Chris? Um, yeah. Yeah, as a young kid, I was a swimmer and um, done a lot of little athletics and whatnot. And then... Um, bit of a flipper, eh? Bit of a flipper, yeah. Web toes. And then uh, fell out of the sport side of things because we got I got pushed pretty hard yep. as a kid, um, and then started 
fired up and got into the drinking and yeah, you know, yep. as life takes its turn. For and, sure. Uh, it wasn't until the last sort of couple of years. Well, last year was a tough year and then uh, finding triathlon and, and all these ultra events has really pushed to live a healthier, happier lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. And, and I guess um, for me, you know, I, man, it's – if I come home from a bit of a day that, you know, being, you know a bit of a shit day. Mm-hmm. And, and I talk to my wife and she knows straight away, she's just, go for a run, Craig, you know? Mm. Ah, you know, ah, I'm fine, I'm fine. But sure enough, I'll go for a run or I'll go do some exercise, I'll go pull up some shots down the court or just something, hey, mm. just move the Anything. body. Yeah. I come Even back. Walk. Yeah, just walk. And and I come back and, you know, I'm just, oh, man, yeah, thank you, you know? Yeah. And, and it's, it's... It's those endorphins. It is, hey. Get those firing and... Man, it can change your day like that. That's 100%. it, man. Those endorphins. Um, and, and that's, I mean, you, a little bit off topic, but talking about endorphins and you're talking about people with addictions and things like that, you know, and that's what they're chasing, you know, they're mm. chasing those highs, highs I guess. Yeah. And, you know, this is um, this is a healthy high. 100%. Yeah, like that's, we were, we were sort of, you know, chasing the manufactured high with, the partying and the and the drinking and the scene and everything and yeah. this is you know this is what we got now this replaces all that and it's such a good healthy lifestyle you know up early starting our day like just bouncing out of bed it's yeah good. yeah do you want to talk a little bit about you know what fitness and you know just eating a, a healthy diet and just sort of what that's done for your mental state yeah hunt well. I'd, as as a kid, I didn't have a lot of confidence and had some learning dif- um, disabilities and whatnot through through the school system, and that's why now, like, just competing in these triathlons and just taking that taking that leap to enter it and to do it and to you know put the hours in training accomplishment has given me confidence, you know, through my sports, but. The biggest thing is through life itself at the moment. So it's um P- putting you through those journeys and, and you know, it allows you to be educated yeah. and, and also hit some spots, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, because, uh, you know, say being on the bike, yeah, you have the same sort of battles that I guess you'd want to stop, you know, oh, a few mate. times through it. And, you know, and it's happened on Saturday. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> there's, there's in those long events, in those triathlons, and, and it's it's so weird, like, at the, I love racing, and at the start of every race, I get the same feeling, and I doubt myself, and I just think, why, why am I here? Yeah. But then after it, I'm doing backflips. Like I'm that, I'm that pumped up. I'm yeah. that excited. Superman. Yeah. And and that's that's the confidence builder right there, to kind of fight those demons in your head and to push on because. As Chris said on Saturday, like we were down and out, everything was against us. We were so underprepared. But what do you, you know? You just push on. We know that feeling at the end of it, mm. and so we just keep keep pushing on and push each other as well. Yeah, we're lucky, lucky that we had each other, because I know if I was out there by myself, I wouldn't be. I'd probably still be on the on the canal, <laughs> struggling to find my way home. <laughs> yeah, rabbit hole. <laughs> Oh, Dave, you like putting yourself through, um, you know, a bit of a test, I guess. And I see that you um, did a little trip 
with your mother. Yeah. And uh, you decided to do uh, Mount Everest, hey? Yeah. Base camp, is it? Tackled Mount Everest, yeah, base camp. So what, 130 kilometres, is that right? Return trip, yeah. Return trip. Yeah, 11 days. 11-day journey. Yeah. Man, that is, um, what an accomplishment. Huge. Is this something that you thought about doing for a while or? I, well, it was all back to the triathlon and the endurance is just what's next, what's next, what's next. Sure. And um, mum was... Going over there to work, um, she volunteered in an orphanage over there and uh, at, at one of the schools. And then, um, yeah, I was looking, I was in between mining jobs at the time and her, she was heading over there and I just said, well, I'm going to come over there, I'll catch up with you and then I'm going to do the base camp trek. And then she turned around and said, can I, do you think I'll be able to do it with you? Can I come with you? And I'm like, 100%, let's do it. Man, that is yeah. a special, hey. 50, mum was 58, yeah. Pretty, I, um, pretty cool thing to do with the old girl. Yeah, it's amazing. That's, Life-changing um, trip, for sure. And something that you'll remember forever. Yeah. I, um, I, I've seen a photo there that you, you had posted there, Dave, and it was a guy there that... No legs. Had no yeah. legs. Yeah. Man, that's inspirational. Was that a bit of a, like, all right. Mum, we're good. Oh, man. <laughs> no, not- <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's the thing with something, Everest, like with that with that trek, it's you don't have to be, you know, super fit. You don't have to be a triathlete. You don't have to be an endurance runner or rider. You, it's, it's a mental grind, like 100%. One day you get, you get everything. You get snow, rain, wind, like. <laughs> Battling everything. And altitude the whole way so think about oh, what's that altitude like, oh, it's oh, like, like i've heard else. about that is like a oh just a weird like weird experience because yeah it's super weird because especially for me because i'm i'm like super add like we had to climb a few you know there's like up and down hills the whole way it's no flat yeah it's all terrain hey so and i was at the start of it because it's lower altitude and i was i was doing all right because i was just going to the top of the peaks or the top of the hills and I'd wait for mum and the guide up there. And then it was like doing, it was started to do my heading because I was like competing with myself almost. I'm like, why can't I climb this mountain? It's like you're, it's <laughs> what like. What does it do? What does it do? It's like, like you feel like you, you can't get enough air and your heart rate's, your heart rate's so high and you're walking slow. So slow-mo. Slow-mo, yeah. But, but like internally you feel that as well? Or, or is it just something that just. What 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 does it do? Does it is it into like get into your blood and it slows you? It just slows. It, you just have to go slow. Like <laughs> you just cannot get enough air in. Yeah, right. To keep pushing, and that and it was does, good for me, but because it like fully, it just made me start slowing down. And then like I always think back to when I when I was at Nepal, what I was doing that track. I'm like, just calm down, relax. Yeah, it let it happen. Oh man, that's um, yeah, what an accomplishment! Gnarly. Yeah, it was uh, it was such a good trip. The whole I spent the month over there in that country is just unbelievable. Like I wasn't super spiritual or anything, but then after it, like you have no choice in those mountains. Like it's it's unbelievable. Man, those trips are um those trips are special. Hey, and I wish I could mm. get away more and experience some of those trips. Hey, yeah. you got any spots like that? Um, yeah, I spent. Five months over in Central America, um, traveling through 
Nicaragua. That's where I actually met my fiance. Oh, right. Um, she's not Nicaraguan. She's Canadian. But uh, she was living down there, working in a little hair salon. Um, so Nick has got a big, big spot in my heart. Yep. Um, what, what, what would you say? Was it humbling? You know, like what's the people like there? Um, all or is it just a spot for you. Yeah, all through Central South America, everyone's just awesome. Okay, like everyone smiles, everyone's happy, and they've got the littlest. Yeah, grateful you know, for they, the little. They don't little have things. heaps, and they just you know they wave at you. Yep. You know. Yep. It's pretty rare to get someone to wave back at you in in Aussie. Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah, what are you waving at me for? Yeah. <laughs> what are you Do looking you know? at? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, so, that's cool, hey. Yeah, definitely over Central South America. It's pretty awesome. Yep. And good surf, so can't beat that. Yeah, nice. Win-win. <laughs> yeah, 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 you boys are um, right into your surfing. He's the coasty boys. I want to touch on a little bit about, like, what's – how long have you boys been down the coast for? I've been down the coast. Because you were Brizzy boys, weren't you? Yeah. 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 Grew up, yeah, grew up in Brizzy, in Logan, and then – I moved up the Sunshine Coast uh, when I was about, I think, 19 or 20. Yep. Um, Yeah, lived up there for about five years and then come back to Brizzy, then Goldie. I think I've been at the coast, Gold Coast, for about seven or eight years now. Yep. What about you, Dickie? Yeah, I was 22 uh, when I first moved to the coast. Um. And then was it just to get away and just experience a new spot or yeah just being a kid and growing up we were we would always go down the coast and get into surfing and whatnot and just knew like the ocean has a massive place in my heart mm. like without it I don't know where I'd be <laughs> a bit empty yeah mm-hmm. yeah hundred percent so it was a no-brainer my parents they moved back to New Zealand so I was straight down the coast yep yeah yep yeah yeah, nice. Oh, I just had a blind blank. I'll cut back in. Um, yeah, you boys were just mentioning um, a little bit, a little bit earlier there, uh, Chris, um, about like working away. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're both, yeah, both sort of done a bit of FIFO yep. work, hey. Yeah, you yeah. both worked away, and and um, I guess that experience it can change people. Hey, oh, it can yeah. change people. I've had my little bit of a stint working away and my experience with, um, you know, just working with guys who, you know, they are, they've been stuck there for a while, hey. Yeah. Yeah, my old boy. Yeah. <laughs> been working out in the mines for a while. Yeah, yeah. He, um, growing up, like, he, he worked away and he, he loved it. He always said he loved it, but it was to get away from the troubles that was going on at home. Okay. Um, wasn't until later in life when we really found out what was going on. Um, so it was a big, big escape, and you see it with heaps of people, you know, struggling families and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it's it's good for the money, but it's it's a short term thing, I reckon. You know, yeah, you got to get in and out. Like that, the guys, the guys that have are stuck out there have, are just yeah. They're quite miserable, man. Miserable. Rubbishing their wives and just like they can't find any positives. They no. just they're on the piss heavily. Huge gamblers. Massive, they got everything yeah. against them, yeah. you know. But for the most part, I've had some really good conversations with some of these blokes too. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. They do have a heart. They just they just been there so long that they're just damaged. Yeah, hundred percent. Damage is it's a, like being locked up. It is. 
you you know you go to work for 12 hours a day then you go back to your camp and you're around the same people more than you are your family mm. yeah for a long time yeah you are you know yeah and for sure. um gym and healthy lifestyle and stuff you can do it but a lot of them they just get stuck yeah and go down a rabbit hole it's like the the drinkers at the wet mess are like the cool kids and it's it sucks that that's the culture and I've been in some camps where they've tried to change it. There's, there's been PTs, there's been, you know, boot camps and but stuff But, yeah, if like you're not that, there at the bar at night and... It's still that massive, mm. massive stigma and it sucks that, you know... So I remember one a camp that I was at and I was I was training pretty hard out there with, with another mate of mine who I was working away with and we had to walk past the wet mess, which is the bar area. Yep, the wet mess. The wet mess mm-hmm. at the camp and it was like... All these, you know, the the kind of stereotypical mining, like yep. big, angry men, like really men. <laughs> and women. Yeah. And women. I've come and, across. Um, I've come across a few. And I just like I just used to hate like you'd walk past them in your Nikes and like your training gear with your towel over your shoulder and you just like they were just giving it to me yeah. every like you know and it didn't didn't bother. I kind of did bother me, but like it didn't. You know, didn't stop me from doing it, but yeah, it just but it's there. Yeah, it's there. It's, it's there. Hey, it's you there. know, and that's what I talk about—the whole masculinity. Yeah, you know, um, you know, thing about the whole mining game is that, you know, you have to sort of live up to this, you know, tough kind of, you know, man who who you know talks rough and and you know, mm. but you know, there's a lot of sensitive guys out there that are um, yeah. they, they don't know what the what their uh, life like is back home, you know, yeah. and um, mental health. It's a big thing, there, man. It's massive. It's almost like I don't know. Is there any psychologist or or counselors out there? There is in some of the bigger camps. There is. Um, they've like I after, think that's great on the yeah. after a few of the the suicides and on the you know the bigger with the bigger jobs in WA and. They're trying their hardest to to cut back on the on the big swings like the four week swings mm-hmm. and and yeah, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, but yeah. I have been part of camps where there is, but then yeah, it's it's getting people to speak up though. Yeah, people like don't. it takes balls to fucking be able to go. Yo, I've got this and this and this going on. Yeah, can yeah. someone help? For sure, and especially in that environment too. You know. Your mm. your workers, you know, mm. like that's um that conversation well, really just surrounded ne- by a lot of testosterone. Uh, that's it, hey. Yeah, massively. Um, and, every, and that's the thing, people are trying to prove them prove themselves at the wet mess at the bar. You know, I can drink. You know, I can drink harder than you. You know, and that's yeah. It it just sucks. And there's there's so many good people out there that are kind of just just stuck, withering away. Yeah. 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 Yeah, was that um? And so you boys, you know, you you said Dave that um when you came back and you sort of found yourself in a bit of a a, a routine that was probably still considered as a busy routine, you know, work wise and <laughs> yeah. gym and catching up, socialising, yeah. you know. Yeah. But it was kind of like, what was you saying? 
bit ex- like a bit exhausting almost. Oh, and it's oh, like I need to get was, back to yeah, it was like, I need to get back to my you know twelve on twelve hours a day like working for. Yeah. You know, like, was, like how's that better? But yeah, <laughs> two days off instead of a week. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. I need to get back to need to get back to yeah. my comfy donger. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was burning the candle at both ends. Like every time I'd come home, I was just, it was just nonstop. I was trying to do, I was trying to live my fit and healthy life. Right. And and then Friday or Thursday to Sunday, I was caught up with the drinking and the partying scene. And then. You know, but you're catching up, hey? Yeah, I was you catching know. up, but I was, yeah, but probably you, giving it like a, you know, bit. Yeah. A big nudge, yeah, <laughs> nudge, Just a and um, cheeky nudge. <laughs> but I was still trying to, I was still trying to train and do everything, and I thought I could do both. I was just, I don't know, like I just, I knew, I knew what training gave me, but then I couldn't break away from the alcohol and the partying, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that was slowly, like over time, and then coming home and and blowing, you know, blowing a lot of money getting caught up in that scene and then um, going, having to go back to work. And every time I remember I'd fly back to work, I'd, I'd be planning what I'm going to do on my week off. And then the week off would come and I was straight back into the routine. Yeah, yeah. And it was so, so yeah, hard to break. And getting burnt out in the process. Burnt out, yeah, 100%. Which, um, you know, it's um, tiring, hey? Mm-hmm. You know, so so that sort of led to you. You were saying that was causing you to come unstuck a little bit. Yeah, I was. It just it was just driving me into a bigger and bigger hole. And you know, before I knew it, I was yeah, I, I was I was in I was in a dark place. And um, you know, things things happened along the way with you know family, um, the loss of my father, um, and then. Off the back of that, there's, you know, the aftermath of losing someone is all the other family members, you know, picking up the pieces and and living with that. And that was pretty much I just bought a property as well. So I thought that I had like, – oh, yeah. I was scared to come. I was scared to come back to a Monday to Friday job money-wise as well okay. because yep. it was – and then that's – just that everything was just it was just like yeah too much. And the boys get you know caught up in in the money. Hey, oh yeah, it's like money sure. is everything, you know. Yeah. And, and you know, money is happiness. Money is happiness. No money is not it's happiness. Not, no. You know, it's not. Yeah. And it's only now. It's only now, like in the last six to twelve months, that I've realised that, and of you know mentally, physically, I've never been happier. Yeah, that's great to hear. Hey. But it was, it was a, it was took a lot to, you know. And and like you said, Dave, like it's a, it's a daily, um, it's a daily routine. Like yeah. you know, it's easy to slip back and, mm. you know, and and not continue to sort of, you know, look after yourself. Mm. You know, it is. Yeah, we like most of our crew still, you know, drinks pretty heavy and. Yep. It gets hard sometimes. You what you know you want to yeah have a good. Good night out, and, and you don't see anything wrong with your mates doing that, you no, know. No, it's no, just no, like no. it's not good for me. Yeah, that's it, right. you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. It's like, yeah, know, it's, it's all... not uh, like our personalities. For instance, we're now into being just the healthiest people that we can. Mm. Um, 
some people look at that and they're like, oh, these guys. They, yeah, they're, they're not living. They're, they're not living. living. Yeah. yeah. And for me personally, like last year was really heavy. Um, I just remember one day just going, fuck it. I don't care what I look like anymore. You know, I don't care about my health. I don't care about my fitness. I'm just going to eat what I want, do what I want. And uh, that just went down really hard. Um, and it wasn't until sort of the start start of this year to the like December when we started getting into training with Roll that it um, really just picked me up and inspired me to get back on track. And yep. Do good. Um, so and just live a, awesome. live a live a healthy, you know, um, healthy healthy life, man. Mm, like, yeah. you know, how how <laughs> who would have thought by eating good and training, I could feel great? Know, yeah, hundred You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, just setting that alarm in the morning, and waking up and either going for a walk or just do, meditating or doing anything. If you can just, you know. Break through that kind of... Yeah. Find out what works for yeah, you. Yeah, find out what works, but then start your day right, wake up early, and then, you know, that way you're in control of yep. how you feel. For sure. That's exactly right, man. Hey, mm. you know, no get up. No more sleeping. No, get up. <laughs> no. Only recently, What's hey. Sleeping? Yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah. it, hey, you know, like, only um, recently I've been trying to sort of go to bed a little bit later. I've been trying to find that window where, like, yeah. I feel like I'm most productive, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and, and so, like, I know, I'm just like sort of just trialing at some things where like, you know, trying to go to bed like just a little bit later and trying to get up a little bit earlier yeah. and trying to like close that window of just like, I, I, I guess like I was a bit more like a bit of a sleeper. Well. You know? Some people are night owls. You might be more productive at night. Well, man, it was, yeah, it wasn't too long ago where like I found myself sort of like close to midnight and like just a solid hour that I was just like so productive yeah. and just so, so it was yeah. just like trying to find like what works for you. Hey? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like we're all, you know. I'm normally in bed by eight. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's the world. <laughs> I, I'm definitely more productive in the morning. Like that, that alarms. Get upset yourself. That alarms going off at 4 a.m. Do you spring out of bed? Yeah. Yep. I, I don't, I don't snooze because yeah, I just, do you snooze, Sticky? No, I find if I snooze, I end up more tired. Yeah, I don't. Like, I've, if I can get up, and now I've got this routine, I'm, I got onto bone broth from Roll. So I get up and make my bone broth. Okay. Make a smoothie, and then uh, pretty much go to work. <laughs> so 4 a.m., get up, go to work, and then... Uh, punch through your day? Punch through the day, and then normally... We get home around four o'clock in the Arvo and it's straight to the gym, straight to the pool. Yeah. Straight in the canal, paddling. There's always like a, there's always, every day is like a back and forth message of what are we going to do? What do you want to do today? What are we tackling? (laughs) How much can we jam in (laughs) to this window? Yeah, right. Ridiculous workout we can get done. (laughs) (laughs) You just push each other? Yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. I don't sure. think we push each other Not like stupidly, but, but in the back of your head, you're like, "Oh, he's one rep ahead of me." We're no. <laughs> <laughs> gonna go like, harder, or yeah. or it is that that silent uh, motivation. Yeah, you know, we I think we've we've really hit a good spot where we both push each other and yep. 
Yeah, well, yeah. we're going to push each other on the 300, that's for sure. That's it. Yeah, man. You don't want to let the other person, like, I don't want to let him down. Like, I want to I want to put the yards in during the week. Like, the the 300 challenge is going to be epic to do that, but it's also the journey to get there as well. Yeah. And that's, that's been, that, hey. that's been, yeah, up and down. Like, we, like, we just had no idea. And like we said before, that. It's only starting to gain some serious momentum now. Like people are looking at us, and now it's like we're doing this, it. This yeah, is this is, this is real. Like, but yeah, man. But isn't it good to have the support? You know, people yeah, are it's crazy. Yeah, generally, you yeah. know, uh, uh, you know, excited for you blokes. Yeah, but yeah. also, you know, caring for your well-being yeah. and what you are doing. And you know, you's like I said, you's are raising money for a great cause for yeah. Uh, yeah. for mental health. Yeah, and um, and even just getting you getting you boys in, you know today to just have a conversation mm. and just like just touching on a few things mm. yeah you know it's I guess um, we got a shout out to um headspace meadowbrook they're the guys who we're raising money for um so they do a lot of a lot of work with the youth down in meadowbrook and obviously the surrounding suburbs um i think they've got personal trainers and stuff in there now so yeah um it's just great to see them working with the community and and how important fitness and lifestyle is to them yeah that's it because it it's the it's really that the youth um those years of say 17 to 20 where it's you really like I myself and probably I think Craig you spoke about it in your early podcast is you don't know who you are and you're just jumping from you know one thing to the next and yeah. you end up just in a twisted mess because you don't know which way is up. It's toxic. It's a it spiraling uh, yeah. that you don't want to be in, you know. Yep. And that's that's one thing that I'm super passionate about. And if if I could, and it'll be definitely something I want to work towards, is getting in and helping people find that, find that, um, find that sort of level ground when, it, it, you know, show people that. They have more, a lot of people have more to give, but they don't know where it is. And I just want to bring, you know, try and bring that out. Oh, man, people, that's beautiful. Hey, sure. like, you know, people uh, wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. You know? Yep. And it's sad because there's so many people and we both know people and Craig, you probably do as well. And like, it's that they're, they're so talented and they have so much to give, but they put that. They put the fence there every in in front of every obstacle, you know. Instead of just tackling it and just see what happens. You're talking about how I used to be, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but hey, you know th these conversations. That's what we're trying to do. We're just trying to spark a conversation, hey. Yeah. And just trying to let let everybody know. Let everybody know and get people to talk up. Yeah, break like, that stigma and speak up. Because I mean, like it's good to have you know you boys are saying how you sort of lean on each other and. You know, and have that good sort of support network around you with like people who actually like genuinely care about you yeah. and your well being and just like yeah. there to support you. Mm. Even you know? when we started getting like uh, sponsorships and things like that, we were just like, shit, this is happening. True. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I woke up one morning and thought, instead of sending it for my 30th birthday, I want to do 300Ks. Mm. And Roll was the only crazy bastard I knew that would join me on it. So <laughs> it just like, it just fell together and we planned it and. He's what better up. way to do this than, you know, to do it for mental health and for to do it for the youth? Yeah. Um, nah, so good on you, boys. Hey, gone. man, that's awesome. Hey, man, awesome to see you, blokes, man. So, well, um, yeah, just going to finish off. These boys are about to tackle a 300 kilometer challenge. They're sort of aiming for the 8th of June. 
as that's when it's going to uh, all take off, eh, boys? Yeah, uh, 8th of June, pending weather. Pending weather, <laughs> yep. So, um, yeah, man, he's, uh, these two humans about to tackle that and and uh, I'll have a little link in the, the description of, uh, of this podcast where you can go find them and support them and follow their journey. And that's Rollo and Dickie. Cheers, boys. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, Craig. To follow these boys' journey and show some support, you can get them at the Instagram page. It's the underscore 300 challenge. They've got a GoFundMe link page there. So please show some support for a great cause. And I'll see you next time on the next episode.